Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin and Dan and Bandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I'm your co-host, Moon Bandari, and I'm Sachin Nadal. And in today's episode, we are going to be doing a recap of the playoffs, and we're going to be covering which teams and which series we think will win and lose, and also an in-depth explanation of why. Alright, let's get right into it. Okay, so our first team that we are going to talk about today is, or our first series better yet, is the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. Now, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. Currently, they are tied 2-2. Two to two. Now, Millen, how do you predict this series to end up? Well, I think that the Phoenix Suns are going to win. I personally think that Phoenix is too strong, having so many amazing pieces. And also, LeBron is turned into a flop James. He is constantly getting injured. And, well, Anthony Davis is out. So, personally, I think the Suns are going to win. But no way will they be able to survive until the next series. All right, Sachin, um, what do you think about it? I very much so agree with you, and I think that the Suns are most likely going to end up winning this series. Uh, I think, yeah, as you said, the Lakers are kind of receding into a desperate state here, and that's kind of indicative of how this series is going to end up. Um, The Suns are kind of getting the upper hand. Chris Paul is starting to play more like normal, Um, so... Really, that's how I see this series ending. The Phoenix Suns will win. Uh, But as for if they can make the finals, I do not think that they will be able to accomplish that. And one of their main obstacles is uh, part of our next series, which is the Denver Nuggets versus the Portland Trailblazers. The Denver Nuggets are one of my favorite teams, and I know one of yours too, Millen. So, Millen. Uh, what are your predictions on this series, and how far do you think each winning team will end up going in the playoffs, if that makes any sense? Well, I think that the Denver Nuggets are going to win based off of, well, Jokic's godliness. He's been going absolutely insane, and while he's not amassing as many assists, we still know that he can dish out the passes when needed. Also, he's scoring like... He's scoring like LeBron James. Re- he's rebounding. Um, he's rebounding like Andre Drummond. And his defense is, well, surprising. And while the Portland Trailblazers are really good, um, being um being Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and others, I don't think that they're enough to overpower. I think that the Blazers, they need another star. For example, it would be nice for them to get another explosive score or at least a defensive presence. And that's what I think keeps on getting them beat every time because we know that the Portland Trailblazers are one of the the deadliest teams at the three-point line and cutting to the rim. But they've always been a liability on defense. And while Damian Lillard is good, he's not good enough to to stop really good scorers like Compazzo. And yes, I'm calling Compazzo an amazing scorer because that's what he is. And also, once um, the centers 
they don't have a starting they don't have a star center who can hold it down while they have good players like Inez Kunter among others it's still not good enough to guard a presence as Jokic and they can try to double team Nikola Jokic but we know how that ends he just slips a pass to the rim or out on a three-point shot and one of the shooters makes it and um and yeah so Sachin what do you think about this um, I would absolutely agree. I think that pretty much everything that you have said is just spot on. I mean, the the Portland Trailblazers, they're powerful, and I, re- I really do think that they are an amazing team, and they might be able to go far. Uh, but I think that right now in the current state that they're in, I do think that they need a little bit of help. As you said, they need a little bit more star power. They have good players. But there's a difference between a good and a reliable player and not only a reliable player, but a star player, a player of very high caliber. And they already have some of those. But I think that, as you said, they really do need a star center. Um, Honestly, what I'm thinking, but we won't go too much into this because that's not what the episode is about. They might want to acquire James Wiseman. I think that could actually be in one of their interests. Seems weird, but I think it'll make sense. Um, but yeah, back to them. I think that the Portland Trailblazers in their current state cannot go very far in the playoffs because they don't have that little difference, that little margin that will push them over to a team that's a contender, to a team that can make the finals consistently and even win a couple championships maybe. So I think that they really do need an extra piece um, and a center in specific who's a star that would be extremely helpful. Um, But moving on to our very next series, which I know that Millen is very excited about, the Celtics versus the Brooklyn Nets. Now, Millen, what are are your views on this? Just all in all, all your views on... Well, I think that the one game that the Celtics won was a fluke, and it was completely behind Jason Tatum's 50 points. And personally, Kemba Walker, he has a an injury problem, and there are no other stars on the Celtics team, correct me if I'm wrong, Sachin, except for Jason Tatum. And also, the amount of stars on Brooklyn Nets and rising stars is ridiculous. You have Joe Harris, you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Nicholas Claxton, who's becoming an amazing defender, and so many others, like Bruce Brown. You have, um, you have, what's his name? Um, rebounding guy. Um, the guy on the Clippers, I forgot. Rebounding his guy. Yeah, yeah, rebounding guy. I forgot his name, but yeah. So there's so many stars that can hold it down. The star power is overwhelming. If one player has an off night, James Harden drops 32. If James, yes, I was thinking of DeAndre Jordan. Sorry about that. So um, say James Harden only scores like 15 points. Kevin Durant's going to put up like 40. It's, it's a perfect balance. And also if, if all else fails, if everything else fails and none of the stars can get it going, you still have amazing bench players like Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, DeAndre Jordan. Um, you have Laundry Shamit. You have um, you have Blake Griffin, who actually is making a comeback. So, Sachin, in my opinion, there is no possible way that the Celtics um, can pull off the series. 
And hopefully those are not famous last words. All right, Sachin, what's your take? I can't say anything different. I think the Nets are just going to shut them out. I mean, come on. The Celtics are down 3-1. As you said, it was most likely a fluke because Jason Tatum went absolute bonkers. Uh, but, I mean, come on. I mean, the Nets are too powerful. I'm sorry, all Celtics fans. But really, to anyone, your time, anyone in the Eastern Conference, your time is not now because the Nets are just going to dominate. They are juggernauts. They have, they have statistically the greatest offensive trio of all time, and it's not even close. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant are by far the greatest trio on offense we have ever seen. And it a lot of it has to do with, and I'm just going to get into this a little bit, a lot of this has to do with James Harden actually proving himself. A lot of people consider him, oh, ball hogger, inefficient, travel, blah, blah, blah. Well, he completely proved all of them wrong, including me partly. I kind of used to think he is very ball dominant, and um, I think that he has just stepped into such an amazing facilitator role. He is absolutely a god at dishing the basketball, and it is truly amazing to watch. James Harden has become one of the greatest facilitators of all time in only a season, and that is highly commendable. That is highly respectable. So James Harden is going insane, and I think he's the focal point of the entire offense despite not even being the main scorer. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is extremely versatile on offense, and so is Kyrie Irving. But And this is not arguable. They are best fitted to be ISO players. And when you have someone like James Harden who can casually get you like 15 assists on the night, and you just let Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving do their thing, this is literally a doom squad. Like, they are unbeatable. And as Millen said, that one win was a complete fluke. And I'm sorry, I'm not saying that to undermine the Celtics. I'm saying that to bring up the Nets because the Nets are absolutely insane. And I'm surprised, even with Jason Tatum's 50, that they managed to beat the Nets. Um, But yeah, overall, just an absolutely OP trio of guys who are doing their thing and being probably the best at it. I mean, you've got two amazing ISO players, and James Harden, as I said, has earned my complete respect along with a lot of other people by showing he can pass the ball. And when he does, he is insanely good at it. So, yes, his points have dropped, but his assists increased massively. So I have huge respect to them, and I'm not even going to hate. I mean, I'm really not going to complain about Nets whatsoever. I have nothing against them. Uh, just respect. So, yeah, I think that the Nets are going to take this. Well, I think that's just about going to do it for today's episode of The Daily Post. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.